are you only going to God when you have an emergency when you're in need? And all the other times, like you're just not aware. And it made me think like, am I doing intermittent fasting from God? Like, mm -hmm. are there just these long periods of time during the day or throughout the week where I'm not acknowledging his presence? Hi, welcome back to Valdoka. This is Amy. I'm Vicky. And I'm Father Steve. And here we are, <laughs> second week of Lent. Second week. Second week of Lent. We hope you are yeah, journeying with us as we journey with St. Francis de Sales. And we are trying to enter into that Salesian spirituality on a, on a deeper basis and try to figure out what, what that means for our day-to-day -day life. So as you know from the previous episodes, um, that we have started this, this Lent with St. Francis de Sales. And every week we are introducing a a change or a challenge or a shift or whatever you want to call it because we don't know where you are in your in your faith life and your spirituality all of us have different practices and we're in different places um, but we're hoping that what we offer here with saint francis de sales can help us to deepen deepen in our faith um, so that first change if we can just really just in case you haven't listened to the podcast before if this is the first episode that you're listening to we invite you to go back uh, to the introduction one to see where we're going and what we're doing and then the first episode um, which was the Ash Wednesday. Mm -hmm. um, and just seeing that first change was, what was that? That was the first thought, no? That uh, the first thought should go to God and then a good preparation before we begin our day. Mm -hmm. And uh, we kind of spoke about the ups and downs of that. And we're still doing that. We're still failing, but we're still... <laughs> still trying. Still trying. Downs. <laughs> um, so yeah, so go back to that first episode and uh, try and catch up. But every week it's not as if we are doing one challenge and then we forget about it and then we move on to the next it's mm -hmm. building on top of one so by the end of lent we should be living each day well um, really with intention and with uh yeah good spirit a simple spirit um, but really trying to, to live this salesian charism so really quick we're going to introduce this second change the second shift on the second week of lent mm -hmm. and that is the direction of intention so just a quickly a quick explanation and then we'll kind of go through our own experiences and how's this going because we are actually doing lent just so everybody knows and we're honest and open we are doing lent one week before everybody else so that we can record these episodes and and give some uh personal experience of what we're going through as we try these changes and then we kind of challenge and invite everybody out there to to do that so We've been doing this change for the last week, more or less, and uh, we'll give the give our personal personal witness to it. But the the idea is the direction of intention. So that's throughout the day, whenever you are beginning a new activity, or just at different points throughout the day, when you, you know, for example, when you get into work, or when you start working on your computer, or when you go for lunch, or when you whatever it is, different moments of the day when you are about to do something, to really ask for God's grace to offer this moment to him, offer um, what, what you're about to do for his glory, that recognizing that we are in his presence, and then to accept the things that happen in that, in that moment. Um, so it's really the asking, the offering, and the accepting. Mm -hmm. Those are kind of the, the formal terms. And again, there's the PDF out there that you can kind of look and see some quotes and some things that, uh, that we're talking about here, but it's really just having the intention Okay, recognizing what we, what we did in the beginning, in the morning, recognizing that we are always in the presence of God, having that foundation of, of God is there, and then now carry that throughout the day to have this intention that no matter what I'm doing, I'm doing it with God, I can do it for God, and that can help me to, to really live my spiritual life. So it is a 
you know, a spiritual habit to get into that habit. And we've been trying to do that. So I don't know if somebody wants to begin by sharing their, let's start with some successes. Let's not go straight to the failures. We don't know, look at me then, Vicky. <laughs> we know, we know that we have failed. We know that we, it's, it's not an easy thing. It's a habit. It takes time. We're patient. We're going through the process. It's okay. Everything's going to be all right. It's okay. It's okay. Well, it's okay. self-soothing out here. It's okay, everyone. Okay. So I'll start. Hi, everyone. It's me who fails um <laughs> but also succeeds sometimes okay so um first just be honest super aware that routine helps right i told you i commute and i do that preview in the car and it's wonderful but like if you don't drive for three days then like mm, where are you talking to god you know or like if you want to listen to music and you do music instead mm, you know, or you're talking on the phone and stuff like that, right? So other things get in the way. But the direction of intention, did I do the formal words? I did not to my two okay. co-stars here. We forgive you. Thank you. You're forgiven. Um, I definitely took the route of continuing to like use the language of like inviting God in. So the words that I would say before I began things, and I would say I was probably like 75% successful, like that I remembered 75% of the time, sometimes like, a minute into whatever I was doing, I was like, huh, hold on. God, will you be with me? Like something like that. Right. So I would like stop and be like, be with me, Lord, or whatever, you know, was what came into my brain. Um, but I think it was helpful. Um, because I, I think it did the things of like, right. Like I'm asking God to be with me. I was like, because I asked him to be with me, I invite him into that moment. He's already there, but I acknowledged like his presence, even if it's me asking him to be there, I feel like that's like if I accepted, if he asked me to, if he wanted to come in, you know? So it was less of like, I don't, he's there, right? Like, and I think we always, I have to remind myself all the time, like even in work that we're not people that are like bringing God to people. God exists. Like we're the ones that are, we get to be the ones that like highlight his presence. So I feel like that's what I was able to do with this, um, this portion um, I think it also helps that in the morning when I did like successfully do the preview and like think of God, like it just ends up being that now I'm like, he's more of a, of a thought than he was before. Mm -hmm. So like, I'm finding myself like regularly, like thinking of God because I'm like, Oh, even if, even I forget, right. Even if I'm late to being intentional about my invitation of, of God being with me, I'm thinking about him more than I did before. And like, let me tell you, I have set things up for myself to succeed and I do not. So like, but this is really helpful of like, even just a thought of bringing him in. So it has been good. Do I wish I was better for sure? But that's also part of it. I have a lot of weeks ahead to continue to invite him to all of my long drives or grocery shopping or laundry folding, you know, um, coffee making all of it's there. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's been, it's been okay. Um, but I do see that change already of like a more intentional thought of God. Amen. Sounds like a success to me. Thank you so much. You're welcome. <laughs> I feel like I had a super similar experience to you, although I feel like it wasn't a minute into stuff. I feel like it was like halfway through to three quarters. <laughs> through, but like <laughs> good super similar experience um, of basically not fully succeeding in that I would like immediately think, but that it was coming up a lot more for me. So there was a lot more recognition of God's presence throughout my day. And even if I totally missed it for an activity, like it was coming up so much more frequently than it normally would. Yeah. Um, one of the things that 
I liked in the book was they referenced an intermittent religion. And so that calls to mind for me like intermittent fasting. So they're talking about, are you only going to God when you have an emergency, when you're in need? Um, and all the other times, like, you're just not aware. And it made me think, like, am I doing intermittent fasting from God? Like, mm -hmm. are there just these long periods of time during the day or throughout the week where I'm not acknowledging his presence? And so even though, like, the very first day that I was doing this um, shift, like every single thing that I did, I was like, okay, I'm going to go wash my hands. Okay, God, like, I'm inviting <laughs> him into everything. Cause it was that first day it was like fresh on my mind. Um, but then as the days went on, like even day two, like, you know, start slipping and start forgetting and everything, but just noticing that difference that you were talking about of like, how many more times am I thinking about him throughout the day mm -hmm. than I normally would? Like normally I would do, you know, maybe a decade or something in the morning and then prayers before bed, but like now to have those conscious moments throughout my entire day where it's coming in. And even if it's not every activity, like just so like exponentially more times, mm -hmm. you know, realizing I'm in God's presence. Because even one feels like more of a, because when you like put it win. like that, yeah. yeah. When you're like, <laughs> I'm holy, Got what's one. up? <laughs> Heaven, that's me. Coming, you know, like. <laughs> but it's true though. And I think, yeah, the little victories and the little, because, okay, I had a very similar experience and I definitely look at it as much as I love, you know, friendship, this idea of friendship. And I think that's, for me, this is what this is, is, is really building a friendship. So I, I have so many more moments now of just consciously asking and speaking and listening. And I think I had a lot of really good experiences over this weekend of just having the space to listen, having the space to be free enough to make a good decision you know, that I think so many times we live off of our impulses. We live off of, you know, I, I pick up my phone and I immediately go into like scroll mode or I, I want to eat and I just eat without thinking about what I'm eating or how fast I'm eating. Like I have a terrible habit of just not even tasting my food, just mm -hmm. eating so fast. And there's just so many like those little things. And I've noticed over the weekend of being able to take like that breath, that moment to invite God in and that gives me the space to like listen yeah. and I you know really I you think about your conscience all the time no or you like we hear about it all the time but like actually listening and how mm. freeing that is and mm. how like listening to the voice I had one experience yesterday we had a, a couple um uh, Father Dominic who lives in the house his brother and his sister-in-law came over to cook for us and so they brought Vietnamese food it was really nice really generous amazing amazing people it was great um, but then, you know, we played games afterwards and everybody kind of like separated. So we didn't really, I didn't get a chance to say thank you. Like again, at the end, like say thank you and goodbye. And I was in a different room and then they, they walked out and went outside. And so there was a moment of like space there where I heard my conscience say, like, you need to go outside. Mm -hmm. You need to go find them and say thank you. But there's also that other kind mm -hmm. of voice that says, no, it's not necessary. Like you definitely said thank you throughout the night. It's not necessary. Mm -hmm. So don't do it. But then to have that space to say, I don't know, to pray and to kind of ask God and, and to ask for, for grace. And I went outside and I said, thank you. And it was the right thing to do. And it's like those little victories of just mm -hmm. having the space to listen, um, having the space to, yeah, to speak and to, to bring God in and then make a free decision. Mm -hmm. not to make a, a decision not based on just like my impulses or like a selfish act, but okay, what is the right thing to do? What is the, the right thing to do in this moment? Um, so it was, I don't know, I've had a few of those over these days. And it, it's, I think it's a definitely a big help of just 
as I go through the day, spending the time before I start something to to invite God into that situation, to ask for his help. Um, you know, there's many times that I don't know what to do. Like there's a lot of things to do, but to take a deep breath and say, okay, what really should I do right now? What can I actually devote my time to right now? Yeah. And I'm going to be effective and I'm going to be involved rather than trying to do a million things at once and then really getting nothing, nothing accomplished. So I had some good successes. That's really That's good. It's yeah. Been, it's been good. That's good. I think the, and like the observation of like creating the space, like inside to like, listen to yourself, right? Because you had two voices in there. Um, uh, I went to, so for Sunday's mass, the second reading, I'm sure you know what it is about. Amy, I know, you know, <laughs> um, but so for everyone here, um, it's because we're a couple weeks ahead. It was, um, St. Paul talking about Adam and Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So like that we have the divine and the earthly. And so the, the, where I went to, to mass on Sunday, the priest had shared, he was like, you know, we have both inside of us. Mm-hmm. So we have Jesus and we have Adam. He's like, who do you feed? was the question. And he connected it right to the gospel, which was like, uh, of love. And, um, I just like sat with that for so long. And I was like, right now I'm feeding, we're, <laughs> we're feeding the Jesus side, but yeah. Adam is very strong, right? Like the earthly in us is so much stronger than the divine because created in God's image. Absolutely. But still like, like not of this earth, but on this earth, like really living every day here. And so, it was just like such a good question to sit and think about. And these challenges, although they're so different from even like my normal conversations with God, my normal prayer life seem to be something that really could like just what I'm asking God for every morning, like is a total possibility when like, I always would just thought, okay, like these are just going to be the things that I'm going to like probably continually struggle with that. I'm just going to be like ugh, frustrated with myself. Like, Oh, you did it again, whatever. But like there really could be this effort when you give yourself like the space to like sit with things, things can change. So like even just being frustrated with like normal things that are normal to be frustrated with. Like I spent a lot of time in the city the last two weekends with family visiting and there are a lot of things that happen that are frustrating, right? Or you see and you're like, oh, I would never do that. But like that's not a real need. I don't have to say that, right? Like it doesn't really matter if I would never do that. I can choose to think something different in that moment. And so... I think being more conscious of God and inviting God into like just my thoughts um, changes so much and helps, I think, to feed like like the divine parts of us rather than into the earthy because it's easy. It's so easy to be frustrated and annoyed and like upset about things. But when we like invite God, I think it does make it harder to be those things, you know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, I think that's beautiful about how with the intentional, like we can really like make godly these moments and bring him into it and how a lot of times like it's not even just about changing what we're doing. Um, Like sometimes it is, sometimes it's a choice and we're just choosing a greater good than we normally would. But sometimes it's just we're doing the same thing um, that we always do, but we we're making that choice. We're making that distinction. So like, it can be a balance, like not everything has to be changing what you're doing. Um, and I think that a lot of times we kind of talk about like habits and routines and things like that. And we apply that language to, um, to like our prayer life and things like that. Like, Oh, I want to make like a habit of saying grace before my meals or, Oh, I want to insert God into, you know, my routine in this way. But I think what was beautiful about 
this shift is that we're talking about intention. And so we're not trying to create a habit. We're not trying to create a routine. Like we're trying to do something that's like completely intentional. We're trying to do something that it's like, I'm not doing that because this is what I do every day, but I'm making that choice every day. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's really beautiful, like what you're saying, how you can just see it in the different moments and just both of you kind of saying like that space, that silence to let that in. Yeah, and, and to go back to this, you know, this idea of being created in the image of God, and because I was reflecting on the same thing this, you know, a couple of weeks ago for the for the homily on that. A lot of times I try to create myself in my own image. Like, what do I want? Mm-hmm. What is it that I feel right now? What do I want to do? What is good for me? But then that space and bringing God in the conversation is recognizing that I'm being transformed, or or really praying for the desire to be transformed into His image. Mm-hmm. Know that I'm not looking to be my image. I'm not looking to create my own life. I'm really looking to be, to be conformed and to be transformed into the person God knows who I am. No, God knows this person that He created me to be, and He wants He wants to transform me into that. Um, but it takes my freedom. It does. He's not going to force it. He's not going to make me do that. But I think this practice of, of this intention of throughout the day and bringing him into these conversations, having conversations with him, these events, like more and more recognize that we have a God who is alive, mm-hmm. you know, that resurrected, like he is, <laughs> Jesus is, is there, he's here, he's alive, he's not some mythical thing, he's not some, you know, this God in the sky who's very distant, like we have so close and he speaks to us through people, he speaks to us through, through events, through all the daily things. So. I had to give a talk a couple of weeks ago in at Cabrini University um, with our friend G. Mm. Soon, maybe to be Doctor G. <laughs> Doctor G. But uh, <laughs> yeah, just this idea of discernment and and just trying to be awake, you know, trying to be aware of what's going on. That God is really speaking through so many things, through our, things that happen to us, good, bad. But if He's there, if we recognize that He's there in the presence, like He will, He will bring good. He will. You know, help us to understand why it happened. He will help us to have the strength to to get through anything. So, yeah, just this practice of of just oh, many times throughout the day. You know, and it's good, like the good practice of when we switch activities. Okay, that's a okay. As we switch activities, we we call God in, and mm-hmm. so you know, it may start out as a habit. No, it may start out kind of feeling heavy. I think right now there's moments where I'm like, oh, it kind of feels heavy. But I think as time goes on, we it becomes more and more just who we are. You know yeah. that it's it's no longer like you were saying, you no know, like this outside habit that I'm forcing myself mm-hmm. to do, but something that just happens really from a a deep desire inside that I am with my God who who loves me and who's there for me, and uh, yeah, so it's gonna take time. We need patience, and that's big Francis de Sales. No, but it's, it is a process. But but really to pray just for the desire to do it. Mm-hmm. Like I want to do this. I want to, to bring you in my life. I want to recognize that you are here and then to do the little things every day to, to help that. Um, and we keep transforming, I think too, like, because it, maybe it won't always be like asking God to like, to be, to offer and to like accept whatever's happening. But because I, maybe that's hard to do when you're like, if you really, were going to take it seriously and do like everything, right? Like that's a strange thing to do when you're eating. Right. Like, but maybe it's okay. Then it turns into like, you're grateful then instead. So doesn't need to be like this long prayer before meals, but it's just like, thank you God for this water, like that I can take a sip of water or whatever you're doing. Like maybe it, that also becomes like it, it, it transforms, right. If it'll transform with us and that we're changing to be more like God, then 
we're also becoming more thankful and more aware and like he we are like abundantly blessed right so then if we become aware of god's presence we also become aware of the ways in which like he's blessing us and has blessed us the people the conversations the encounters so not only is it god be with god be with me in this conversation like allow it to do whatever it needs to do but also like thank you for the opportunity to have this conversation you know um yeah i really just think it really will it just it will it'll keep changing us but yeah with patience for patience (laughs) with ourselves the most i think what's really cool about kind of that reminder of like god's not just in the sky like god's here and then what you're talking about like even the littlest thing like taking water um is that this is really just calling us to our deepest level of being Mm. and so a lot of times um with faith like it becomes like this mental activity um of prayer is just like this mental back and forth conversation about, you know, either reciting something or being like, hello, 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 are you there? there?" (laughs) But this is really engaging all of the senses. So whenever you're doing something, um, you're bringing it in. So like that water that you're drinking or the food that you're eating or the people that you're listening to, or, you know, the person that you're giving a hug to, like everything is a moment to invite God into. And so it, takes prayer from like just so much deeper from this thing that's just this mental practice to being like every single aspect of myself body mind soul is being engaged in my daily prayer that I'm giving to God and it's not always going to look the same like you said it doesn't need to be this structured imposition that just feels weird and Mm -hmm. awkward like you can adjust it for every activity but to be able to say that every single activity is an opportunity to invite him in whether Mm -hmm. or not you remember to yeah and that is exactly what we want to do <laughs> to go from the head to the heart. Yeah. No, and I think that's exactly what, what St. Francis wanted, that he wants us to speak from the heart to each other. Okay. But also to God, that it's, mm-hmm. it's our words. It's our situation that we're in now. And so I think that's, that's exactly what, I mean, exactly what I hope for, for this podcast and for this Lent and, and trying to deep dive deeper into the Salesian spirituality that we can really live just a beautiful, simple, joyful life that speaking honestly and authentically and without pretext and without trying to manipulate and without trying to, you know, be, get what we want, but really to be of service and to listen. And it's just, a, I don't know, no more hiding. There's so many things that I, I just think that as we simplify our, our faith life and it becomes more real and more from our heart to just, it's better for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? and I think that's what God wants us. He wants us, you know, really free to love, not out of fear, not out of force, not out of, you know, just because it's part of my culture or my family did it, but it really comes from within me and it's, I can recognize it as a gift. Um, so there's, um, a part in, what was it in the beginning when it's talking about the spiritual directory in the book, Amy, I'm going to make you say it, but, um, <laughs> it said that young St. Francis of Sales would write this at the top of his notebooks for school in French. So, and I'm not going to embarrass myself that much and say things in French, but essentially it was like, um, it was, it's to live Jesus. So he would put it on the pages as a reminder to like live Jesus throughout his day which like makes sense as a student. And I was, I was telling them before, like, that's what I did growing up on our papers in our Carmelite school. Everything you turned in said JMJT and then AMDG at the bottom. So JMJT is Jesus, Mary, Joseph, and Therese. 
Um, but Amy, if you can say it in French. No, Father Steve was the one who could say it last time. I could not say it. I definitely did not. <laughs> they're being, they're vive, being no? shy. Vive Jesus. We went to Taizé right now. Um, but it was just beautiful. And I just kept thinking about that. I wrote that on my work paper, papers. Of course, that makes it so much easier to do things. So like, even if it's hard, I think to do it in like your outside of routine life, like do it where you have a routine. So do it where you're going to see it, like write it. Like I should put it like on the lamp next to my bed. Like that would probably make the most sense. Like turn and see it. Maybe, maybe I'll do that today. But, um, like it's on my, on my like task list, like for work, like it just makes it easier so that you have reminders. Like, I think it's also like setting yourself up for like the little wins that are going to like help you because the little wins are like improving in your relationship with God. It's like, that's a huge win, right? Like at the end of the day, like that's pretty great. But like these little like successes that you feel like proud of yourself for are beautiful. Like you really are deepening something. It's like, it's like continuing to get to know your friend better and better and better. Like, wow, that was a good conversation. Like, wow, I laughed really hard with them. Like, wow, that was such a fun thing that we did together. Like, it's the same concept. It's just, it's someone that you really have to like work a little harder to, to like understand and hear, but it's, it, it's happening. Right. Mm -hmm. I think Amy, Amy and Father Steve are so spot on. Like it's a real person that we're doing this for. Like you don't change your life or live a certain way for a concept or an idea. Like you do it for a real person. So I think uh, that, that always helps me. The understanding of like the real historical person is just as real as the divine person that we, you know, speak to continually. And I think one of the beautiful things about the Salesian spirituality is as you're doing that, it's not all these showy changes. Mm -hmm. So it's not something where people are going to be like, oh, why aren't you eating food when everybody else is eating food? Or, oh, why are you walking around on your knees? Something like that. Not that there isn't a time and place for certain is things. Is that what you do but... for? That your... <laughs> no, but <laughs> you know, like, people, people, people on pilgrimages and Amy stuff. Amy Loki never stands in that. <laughs> <laughs> but the point being is it's not this, like, crazy, showy, outward sacrifice. But it's something where internally you're making all of those shifts. Mm -hmm. And then the ideal is hopefully that eventually people will be like, wow, I see a change in you. And that opens up the conversation. But it's not all of these things where people feel ostracized from you, where mm -hmm. people feel like, well, I could never do that or I could never be like that or that's weird. It's all these things where it's like internally you're going through this massive change and then that will show outwardly. But really, you're the one who then gets to explain like, this is what I'm going through as opposed to the whole world seeing like, oh, well, that person's doing that. And I yeah. think it just makes it so much more approachable for someone who is in the workforce and maybe a professional environment um, that can't outwardly express their religion in the same way as we can here mm -hmm. or someone who's at a college. Um, I think it just makes it so much more accessible. Yeah. And also, I think what I'm hoping is that it will last because one of my big problems is has always been Lent. Okay, mm -hmm. I'll give up sweets and then I feast on mm -hmm. Easter and then I just, <laughs> nothing changes and I'm, you know. There's kind of a support group here. Yeah, <laughs> like they know my sweet teeth. But it's, you know, it's these things that, okay, I give up things for Lent, yeah. but so many Lents have been just not wasted. There's been good mm -hmm. prayer, good like opening, giving up sweets or giving up social media. Like that's all, that all can be really, really good. It can open up space for prayer and everything, but at the end of the day, I'm going to go back to sweets, mm -hmm. you know, unless I'm really like, okay, I'm going to give it up for my life, but I'm not sure. I'm not ready for that yet, but I'm right. hoping we don't that want you to be Jesus ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> but just this idea that hopefully this, these practices and this way of living is meant to be 
continued that it's it's simple enough once we kind of get a grasp and once we start to really feel our own words coming out and it really becomes part of our just our our life you know hopefully it, it then continues and it's not something only for lent you know this idea of of doing this with saint francis de sales is this is for our our life that mm -hmm. we we want to live this charism and and that is the solution charism so It'll be up to you guys, you know, to, to think, okay, is this really the charism for me? Mm -hmm. Is this yeah. the way that I want to live my spirituality? Is this, you know, what I'm, it's a gift to the church, you know? So God, through St. Francis of Sales and St. John Bosco, gave this charism to the church. Mm -hmm. And so people resonate with this and want to live this spirituality. And I know for me, this is, this is the spirituality that I, I've been called to, that I want to live, that I want to promote. Um, but it's, okay, it's not for everybody. So maybe, Amy or Vicky, maybe at the end you'll be like, no, nah, more rather roll with the Franciscans or rather go with the Dominicans or rather go whatever. <laughs> like there's other charisms in the church and that's great. Um, and then to find, you know, what that means as a, as a married person or as a single person or whatever. But um, yeah, we're really praying and hoping that as we listen and as we journey through this during Lent that we can, this is something that will carry on mm -hmm. forever. Mm -hmm. you know, really to live and to give, wit give witness to this, this charism that was... Uh, was given to the church so that's my hope beautiful beautiful you can have pie and invite jesus into that moment with you <laughs> i love you that you don't have to give up. yeah that's exactly how up. i feel yeah i think it's true <laughs> he wants you to be happy yeah i think that Enjoy. there's there's just this beautiful simplicity like you said this humility and i feel like even if this isn't the charism that most resonates with someone i think just those ideas of simplicity and humility are always going to be virtues that Christians are attracted to. So I think there's always going to be at least aspects of this that can be taken into your life. And mm -hmm. I think that's another important thing. You don't have to just say this charism as a whole didn't work for me. So I'm going to go somewhere else, but to take the parts like, yeah. okay, these are the parts that actually did work for me. And these are the parts that are really beautiful and I can merge them with the other charisms as well that speak to me. Yeah. Amen. Beautiful. So here's the challenge. So from the first week, Okay, the first thought should be of God to do a good preparation. Go back to the PDF and, and see that, uh, and that preparation for, for your day. Um, but then really throughout the day, uh, really pray about this direction of intention, this asking, this offering, this accepting, um, you know, asking for God's grace, offering this moment, offering this event, offering this activity to Him, and then accepting. That's one thing that we really didn't talk too much about, but maybe um, as we go on through the podcast is, things happen, no, like you offer this day, you ask for grace, you offer this thing, this event, and then things do not go the way that you want to. Mm -hmm. And how to accept that and how to listen to God in that moment and how to live Jesus in that moment and how to be virtuous and how to be kind and how to, you know, to, again, go back into prayer and say, you know, give me the strength to treat this person with respect or to not judge or, or whatever it is. So um, that's the challenge this week is to really direct the intention. Okay, so with each event or activity or many moments throughout the day, just make sure you're inviting God into that place, into your, your event, into your, uh, that moment that you're about to live. And, uh, and watch this friendship grow. And I think that's another thing. Like You may not see any big results until years later. <laughs> Sometimes you'll get little things like the, that same day, maybe a month later. That's why you know, I know both of you like write and, and can look through the journals and stuff. So... All that stuff helps us to see the transformation mm -hmm. if we can't see it right away, yeah. um, but to really enter in. And then so, so yeah, that's the challenge. Any last minute advice for anybody? You got this. That's what I was going to say. Wow. <laughs> 
High five. We high fived. I will high five you too. Both of you want to high five? No. <laughs> All right, everybody. So we will finish off now with uh, with prayer. So we're we're definitely praying for you, and uh, yeah, we love. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Whoever's listening. Yeah, whoever you are, whoever you are, are meant there, to be listening. We, Thank we, you to that one person. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we did have a really beautiful from really Nancy. Really beautiful. Yeah, a really beautiful. Thanks, really Nancy. Beautiful, uh... You're our target audience. You are, yeah, for real. If you're 100 years old or zero, you're still the target audience here. <laughs> Big Slesian family, young mm-hmm. and old. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome. Everybody's welcome. And uh, yeah, thanks. So yeah. Vicky, you're going to lead us off in prayer. Otra vez? Oh, no. I thought Amy did last time. I did it last time. Okay. Wow, he confused us first time. We both did it time. last time, introduction, and then first episode. So it's you, so my turn to Reverend yeah. Steven. Ah, see. Teamwork <laughs> makes the dream work. That's why Although you need I love people. talking with God, so, you know. So we'll, we'll talk we'll together. I'll, I'll lead. <laughs> okay. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. We thank you for this opportunity to gather. We ask you for your grace. Um, we ask you for, for your help throughout this week, that we may invite you always recognizing that you are always present but that we may invite you to recognize your presence and to to ask for the help that we need and uh, all the grace that we need so we ask you to strengthen us give us the humility and courage to live the faith well to live each day well Um, and we thank you we bless you we love you and we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Mary, help of Christians. Pray for us. St. John Bosco. Pray for us. St. Mary Mazzarello. Pray for us. And St. Francis de Sales. Pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. See you next Good week. Luck. Good luck this week. You got this. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.